And welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts. Don't forget to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan. Also subscribe on iTunes to Football Game Plan's podcast and leave us a five-star rating. Now that we got all of those housekeeping items out of the way, Let's get back on schedule with our 2020 NFL Draft Prospect Series that we're doing throughout the course of the winter and into the spring. And we have a very intriguing prospect on the call today. And and, and I say intriguing because the guy does a great job at just playing the game, how it's supposed to be played, despite what may be preconceived as undersized, but he's just straight out balls every time he's out there on the field. And that's Shahan Williams out of Notre Dame College. Shahan, I appreciate you taking time. Thank you. Thank you. you know, I appreciate you for having me. Um, it's an honor. And, uh, you know, I, <clears throat> I'm thankful to be a part of this process, you know, the, the pre-draft. And I'm thankful, to, you know, be on, a, on the show today. And it's just all a blessing. Well, it, it's an honor for me to just to talk to someone that has found a way to play so great on one side of the ball. I mean, you talk about a defensive lineman that – has set up shop in the opposing backfield a ton. I want to say your last two years, over 30-plus sacks, um, which is just phenomenal to see. And when you talk about getting to the quarterback, there's a uniqueness to it. How have you been able to be so consistent in that regard? Because, you know, everyone is chasing sacks. Everybody's trying to get sacks. Yet you found a way to consistently do it. How have you been able to get that job done up front? Um, I think it's, it's a few things that, you know, go along with it. Um. You know, first, it's just, you know, just, you know, have an idea of what you want to do, um, you know, like move wise, you know, if I want to uh, bull and jerk or if I want to do speed to power or power to encounter the speed. And, you know, and, and that stuff just comes with a lot of, you know, just muscle memory and just practicing your moves, you know, just um, just a thousand times, you know, <clears throat> throughout throughout your career and throughout, you know, the, the days when, you know, no one's looking and, you know, just just going over that and so many times. And like I said, it just becomes muscle memory. And also um, I do a, I do I do a lot of, of, of film, like breaking down film and watching film. So that that also that also plays a big part into it. And <clears throat> just being in a system with my coaches that just set me up to. Uh, put me in the best position to succeed. So I think when you when you combine all three of those aspects and and just just go out there and and play to the best of your ability, I think I think that's what ultimately res- ends in the result. A lot of sacks, like you said. Yeah, it's it's interesting, even more so because you're you are technically quote unquote an undersized defensive lineman, and you're not playing on the edge. You're playing inside a lot. Um, so when you look at being, let's say, 6'1", about 260, and playing inside where you, you're you dealing with guys at about 6'3", 6'4", 320, how have you been able to use your size as a skill set? Well, size is an asset, because what we always say here at Football Game Plan is size is not a skill, because people will look at your height and weight and say, okay, well, he's probably going to have to be an outside linebacker, which may ultimately be the case. However... You've shown the ability to rush inside and the way the game has played now. Um, you know, you you have guys that are shorter, maybe a little bit smaller, playing inside and being able to be effective. 
Right. And I think, you know, uh, like you said, just with how the game is, is kind of like changing. And, you know, you don't see, you know, it used to be, you know, uh, coaches want the interior D linemen, you know, real, real big, you know, just to clog up holes. And but now, you know, a lot of times, like even with my favorite player, like Aaron Donald, you know, I studied a lot of film from him and he he's a very undersized guy. And I went <clears throat> before my junior season when I moved to inside to three technique. That's that's who I just watched a lot of film on and uh, to to use to my advantage, you know, my size, um, a lot of, a lot of alignment, you know, they can't, I'm, I got great leverage already because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like six one, I'm undersized. So I'm always under them just to begin with. And then once I keep my pad level low, then that just helps my leverage even more. And once you got leverage as a defense alignment, you know, you have all your power within your hips and, you know, your lower body. And that's when you get a, a guard, you know, off balance and, and you can just, you know, just counter with anything or you can just continue to use the use speed. But I think that's I think that's real. That's one of my biggest like advantages um, is, is being undersized, honestly, it's just to, because I have that leverage. And I can also use that speed and quickness, you know, because by the time, you know, I maybe give a head fake to the inside and then get back in my gap. Um, O-lineman has to, you know, reach down and bend down more because. I'm smaller than the average typical, you know, interior guy because I'm six one. So by the time he does that, you know, I'm I'm quick. So by the time he does that, I'm already around him. You know, what's interesting is you know how well you play the run, and one case, uh, one one instance in allowing that to be the case is winning with your hands first. Because if you can get your hands on the offensive lineman first or whoever wins that hands-first battle is going to win that rep. And I think you get your hands on an offensive lineman first a lot, uh, which allows you then to control and then find the ball. So, Because it's easy to say a guy at a, at a shorter height can get engulfed by a lineman and he won't be able to find the ball. That's why they tend to put those smaller guys on the edge. How have you been able to find the football consistently playing inside? Because, you know, again, your hands, are I think, are, are great. Um how much of that goes into, okay, I got to win with my hands and I got to be able to see where uh, the ball is. Then that way I know I, my quickness can can definitely get there and make a play. Um, I think it's just, uh, you know, kind of to go back to what I said in the beginning, just basically just practicing, you know, practicing what works for me and just going over it, you know, just just making it muscle memory. And a lot of it has to do with my my technique. You know, I, I I look at I look at my technique as a real as 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 a big advantage also that I have because you know I'm not the biggest so I have to use uh, so I, if I'm not the biggest then I have to something else has to overcome that so I I focus a lot on my technique and you know getting my hand placement right and making sure my hands um, win every matchup because like you said if you if you can win. If you can get your hands on the inside, whoever get their hands on the inside first and has and has a good knockback, then nine times out of ten, they're they're gonna win that 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 one-on-one matchup. Football is a game of journeys, man, and you have a unique one because you started at Notre, Notre mm-hmm. Dame College, then you went ahead and went on to Youngstown State um, in your hometown, and then you returned to uh, Notre Dame College. Take me through that process of uh, what precipitated the the jump, and then you were like, you know what? I'm just gonna go back and continue to do what I finish what I started uh, with the Falcons. 
So when I was at uh, Notre Dame, I played my freshman. I played my freshman year. I started. Um, I started the. I started about three, four games because a uh, upperclassman was hurt, and <clears throat> I got my first action. We had a Thursday night game. I got my first action that second half because it was just you know how you know how it be sometimes the first first game of the year guys are gassed you know cramps. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh my defensive line coach he had to start you know just going down going down the depth chart like okay okay i got i got this guy tired this guy got cramped so at halftime he was like you know just get ready strap up this it's time for college football so i got in there i made a few uh made a few plays and you know the game just kept slowing down for me and and um he's seen uh as long as my as long as myself i also seen that you know i can i can play at this level and you know, it just it just helps with confidence and everything. So then, a few games after that, I ended up starting uh, due to injury, like I said, and then getting spot minutes here and there for the rest of the season. And sophomore year, I had you know came we're going into sophomore year was have getting a starting role, um, and then the third game I had broke my ankle, and <clears throat> that had kept me out for the rest of the season. So I was injured with a broken ankle, and also I had a lot of like issues going on back home, and you know with my family and everything. You know my parents they were gonna divorce my my little brother. He um he he was going through a lot and and things like that. And he would he would call me every day. And a lot of financial problems were were really going on. So <clears throat> that really wasn't sent right with me on top of the uh, injury. So. I just, I, I really, I really had to start, you know, just thinking about some things, and, and ultimately, I ended up having to go back home and just helping my family out and getting a job. And also, <clears throat> while I, while I was here, I was thinking, you know, I could also just go to college and, and you know, still be able to play football right up the street at, at Youngstown State. So I was there and played scout team that year and did very well. Um, and it was, it was, it was interesting, you know, because. I was on scout team, you know, going up against guys, you know, they were telling me I was real good. And, and I watched that team, like, go to the national championship back in 2016. And that run and just how it electrified the city and everyone in that program, it was it was a special thing to be a part of. And so going in the next season, I thought, you know, I was going to be a part of Youngstown State. But the coaching staff had just different plans and everything. So... I just didn't want to be a player, you know, just sitting, sitting, just sitting on the bench, you know, just not being able to play football. So after being in Youngstown for a year and some change, I was able to help my family financially and everything like that. So now it was time to, you know, focus on myself and, you know, okay, I got to put myself in the best position to succeed. And I want to play football. I want to just watch. So I started thinking of, you know, schools I can go to. I wanted to go back to the Division II level. And <clears throat> I ended up, you know, just Notre Dame was one of the schools of my that I considered because, you know, I had I had friends still that were going there and that I was following from that year I was at home. And it was like I was I was familiar with the coaching staff. I was familiar with the players there. I'm familiar with the city of Cleveland. So I might as well. And at this time now, the position coach that I had when I left, he's not a head coach. So I might as well just go back to where I started, where I belong, and, you know, finish finish what I started. You know, that, that shows a level of maturity that you don't really see from a lot of guys, guys that are, you know, not only 
worried about their family situation at home, but also self-aware. It's like, you know, man, I, I can go and, and still continue to play and develop my game and keep my goal in mind. So definitely shows a ton of maturity because I say that when, you know, guys want to, they think that, okay, if I go to Florida State, I'm going to go play in the NFL. While on paper, yeah, you may get more exposure. It's truly all about developing your game being consistent and thriving in the the world that you're in. And you've done that at Notre Dame College because, again, you you left, you came back, and continue to dominate and get better to turn yourself into a pro prospect. Fast forward now to the College Gridiron Showcase where I first came um, in contact with your game. Before we get into your week there, what were some of the the conversations you were having uh, with scouts that, that, that you talked to down there at, uh, in Fort Worth, um, it was <clears throat> it was it was a great opportunity, you know, talk to those scouts down there and just to hear, you know, some things. And you know, I will I'm I'm a guy that you know acts like I ask for a ton of advice, so I I might ask like ten different questions, you know, especially <laughs> with the scout because because he's seen he's seen a lot, he knows what he's looking for and and things like that. So I I, I asked them, you know, like what do I need to work on, you know, what um what was what what's my weaknesses in my game because I'm always just looking to get better and <clears throat> but just the feedback to hear about just them recognizing like you know just small things about my game and you know that that you know a lot of people just don't see you know maybe like you know just technique and you know things like that it was it was you know it was a crazy feeling to just talk to them and you know just to hear like how long they've been following me because you know if you it doesn't matter like someone's always watching and it even if you don't know someone's always watching it just to hear that from those scouts and you know just things like that it was it was a crazy unbelievable experience i i really enjoyed it yeah because you're, you're you're thinking you know man i'm playing division two ball at notre dame college i'm sick of explaining to people that this is not notre dame you know the fighting irish and you know so i'm sick of explaining that i'm trying to tell people i played d d tackle and they think i'm supposed to be as big as you know, and Dominican Sue. So I'm sick of all the explaining this. I just want people to understand I, I can ball. And little do you know, people are constantly watching because you're out there balling. Uh, what mindset goes into the player to, you know, playing at playing at that level where everything just seems like it may be uh, the odds are stacked against you to keep your focus and to, you know, keep your eye on the task at hand because it has to be tough, right? Yeah, it's, it's definitely tough, and you know, it's a like you said, all those things go into that plan at that level, and you know, even 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 more things go into plan. You know, at D two, you know, we we don't get the best, you know, the best gear or the best situation. We're not in the best situations, you know, where you know some D one guys got, or you know, we don't, you know, we <laughs> we're we're struggling at the D two level. So it's a lot of adversity and a lot of um. A lot of things that just go on and and like you said just so things that just drive me at that level is just at the end of the day it's it's football you gotta love the game you just gotta you gotta love the game you gotta love what you're doing or you just you won't have fun you won't have fun at all and i think that's that's what drove me a lot is to just go out there have fun you know perform you know it, it doesn't matter how you perform you put in the work to get to this point and, you know, at the end of the day, just go go out, play your best and, you know, just live with the results. Whatever happens, happens, whether that be you become an NFL prospect or, you know, you might 
win or lose the game today, or you might have the best game of your career, worst game of your career. At the end of the day, it's just you blessed with an opportunity to play the game you love. So just have fun. And, and that's how it comes off when I watch you play. Again, at the College Gridiron Showcases, watching you go through, you know, the drills, 907, one-on-ones. You are having a lot of fun out there. You're playing with passion. How critical was that week for you as a player just to be out there competing against guys from across the country? Man, <clears throat> going um going up against those guys, you know, I was I was very excited and honored that they invited me and um just you know with going weeks leading up to you know training and you'll always have that thought of like it what I, I won't say a nervous but like anxious to see how how I'm gonna compete against these guys from you know power five conference schools how I'm gonna, how I'm gonna go down here and and you know just showcase myself because you always hear. You know, I had 20 sacks my junior year, but, you know, in, in the back of, you know, maybe someone's head, I always think that it, it'll always come with, okay, he did it in Division Two. That's just me personally. So I, I know someone out there will always just think that, and that's what drives me, and that's what I was, you know, that's what really added fuel to my fire, you know, just going down there. I was like, you know, I got to I gotta prove to, to everyone, even myself, that, it doesn't matter what division I was in this whole time or what the, what conference or what division I played in. I can go down here for this week at this showcase and prove to everyone, including myself, that it doesn't matter. I'm good enough to play and compete against these guys from Power 5 D1 schools. So that 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 really, you know, added fuel to the fire, you know, and, you know, I had that chip on my shoulder. And <clears throat> just like I said, just to go down there and do that and just have fun. When you look at your game and what you do well, obviously people will focus on the sack number or the TFL number, but where do you feel as though people are sleeping on your game? Like, man, I could do this thing really well, but people are not talking about it. Um, like you, like, I think, I think, you know, like you said at first, it's me just playing a run, you know, sometimes, you know, you might look at my size and be like, okay, well, he, he can, he can play, you know, three technique on pass on, passing passing downs you know third down you know second and long or but I'm a, I'm a guy that you can you can also just just leave in there and I can play all three all three downs and be able to stop the run and and hold my own because of and hold my own on the inside because of you know my strength and my leverage and <clears throat> my technique I think I think my 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 technique would be would be the most slept on thing that you know a lot of people don't talk about, and that's what that's what helps me to be able to play the run so good and ultimately get to the quarterback. Yeah, because at you know here's the thing: people always bring up size, but you've played at that size your whole life, and the reason why you've been able to thrive because you found ways to be successful at your size. So let's say, for instance, me as a running back, I'm a shorter guy. I'm five nine. I know that, like you talked about, natural leverage. Um, my center of gravity is low, so my change of direction is a little bit better than someone that's 6'1 or 6'2. So I've been able to avoid those big You have been able to win with quickness, technique, and savvy, and that's something that continues to get better and grow each and every time you're out there on the field. That aside, where else do you feel as though, okay, I can continue to grow my game in this area as I make the jump to the league? Um, I feel I feel like, you know, because I my coaches, they they – they, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to say they didn't 
you know, as, as much as I would like, you know, just move me around on the out on the outside and inside. I, I feel like, you know, I have because I, I started as a DN and, you know, I moved to the inside. But and I have, you know, film of me on the outside. But I would have liked to, you know, just move, move around more. Uh, I feel like I'm a guy that can play all, you know, all four, all four positions on the D line, both DNs, uh, a shade, uh, two eye, uh, a three tech. Uh, I, I can, I feel like I can, I can move around, and I feel like that's that's a part of the game. That's a part of my game that I would want to, you know, improve on. Also, I want to get, I want to get so good that I can, I can play all four just easily. And uh, also with you know being at DN. You know, I could rest the passer from DM, but just covering covering running backs out the um out the backfield into that flat and things like that. I think I think that I can I can improve on my game with the, with those. Man, it's been fun, Shahan, and, and I mean I've been a fan of your game ever since the College Gridiron Showcase. And I'll go and dive into your film and and learn a little about a little bit more about what you do bring to the table. But it's been fun. It's been exciting. Uh, I know it's it's a you, you know it's a, a very fun time for you as you know that that process is uh, starting to become realized. Before we get out of here, I just want to ask: uh, seeing that you're talking to scouts and um, you're this close to realizing that dream, what does that feel? What is that feeling like? Because I haven't experienced that. I've never experienced that. I got you know from high school to college and experienced that feeling. But what is that feeling like now for a guy that man I was dreaming about? you know, being in the NFL and now I'm actually talking to NFL scouts. They know my name. I have an opportunity to perhaps play on the next level. What is that feeling like right now for, for you personally, uh, seeing, you know, being that kid that, that dreamt about watching on TV. Now you're this close to achieving that goal. It's man. It's, 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 it's no other feeling like it, man. It's, it's a, it's, I would say it's almost a dream come true because, you know, the ultimate dream is to get there. But it's like you said, to go through this process and just to to be years ago, you know, all the way up to this point, just to dream about it is is it, I, it, it, I have no words for it, honestly, because it's like you work for something your whole life. And while you in the moment and while it's happening, like right before your eyes, like you just. It's just you just sit back and say, wow, like all the all the hard work that I've done up to this point to get me here to have a chance is it's just it's just <laughs> I, I have no words for it, honestly. And the I, I, I sit back and really just just tell myself sometimes like if this is really possible. You as closest to your dreams as you've ever been and like it's with arm, within arm's reach and. I, I, after I just really sit sit back for a second and realize where I'm at and how far I've come, it's just it's just something that clicks in my head that that just says, all right, now let's let's step it up even more, let's 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 work even harder than than I've ever worked before, and to achieve that goal and to reach that dream because I'm the closest that I've ever been. So yeah, I got to work the hardest I've ever worked. That, that's a great way to put it, man. Because right now you're you're close, you see the finish line. And you just got to find that second win and just, you know, power through it. And, and like you said, do something that you hadn't done before. Work a little bit harder and just try to make sure you cross that goal line and achieve that goal, man. I think it's going to happen for you. Uh, you got the right mentality. You got the right game. You got the right athleticism, versatility, technique, all that good stuff like that. But the mentality and the, the uh, mindset is where it needs to be to achieve anything you want. And you're right. Once you're in it, you don't really realize how far you've come till you take a step back and take a look at it. But 
you know, now it's time to get get back in it and, you know, push through and power through, man. So, John, where can people follow you on social media to continue to follow you on this journey as you power through to reach your goal? On um, Instagram, you can follow me. Uh, I have Instagram. You can follow me at swills underscore 50. That's S-W-I-L-L-Z underscore 50. And on Twitter, you can follow me at S underscore W-I-L-L-Z 50. Outstanding stuff, man. Listen, I appreciate you taking time, and we wish you the best of luck moving forward. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me.